My name is Benny Johnson. Today is Thursday, August 10th, 2023. Michigan law enforcement bust massive voter fraud campaign funded by Joe Biden. Biden finally addresses Devin Archer testimony, says I've never talked business with Hunter, and then White House responds on official lines. Oh my God, they may be in huge legal trouble for this one. And Congressman Wesley Hunt joins the show. One of our favorites, baby. So based. My name is Benny Johnson, and this is The Benny Show. How do we keep the energy up? You know how your boy Benny keeps his energy? Sweet blackout coffee. Blackout coffee keeps me going. We got a lot of news to cover. We got a lot of wood to chop. And this is a massive issue that we are going to cover this morning. We got to make sure that we have that caffeine rolling through our sweet red American veins. And that caffeine better be from freedom-loving patriots brewed here right in the state of Florida. You got to go get yourself some blackout coffee. Be as energized as we are this morning. You got to have the energy to fight the communists. And Blackout Coffee helps us out. Blackoutcoffee.com slash Benny. Use the coupon code Benny for 20% off your first order. Stop giving your money to woke Starbucks or other coffee companies that hate you. And get their beans from communists. Come to Blackout Coffee, baby. And join us in fighting the commies. Okay, so let's get in our time machine, shall we? We did our research on this show. There was a time when, and this is going to be a, a very interesting show. We'll see if they take this one down. Because you're not supposed to talk about what we're about to talk about. You're not supposed to say the things we're about to say. And you're not supposed to be able to look at the evidence that is directly before you in official documentation and say, oh, well, that looks wrong. You're not supposed to say that the amount of voter fraud is not zero in the 2020 election or in any election, actually. You're not allowed to say that, but it's true. And this show is about talking about hard truths, okay? This show is about talking about the world we live in now, not the propaganda. We break out of the matrix. We break out of the bizarro world, the haze, the bubble, whatever you want to call it. We are not programmed here. We see the world as it is with our own two eyes. We walk out in the sunlight. We walk in the grass. We see the earth as God created it. And we understand that we live inside of a fallen place. And so with that understanding, as our guiding light, we realize that, hey, bad things can happen. And the way to stop them from continuing to happen is to talk about them. Whether they're crime rates or the despicable things they're trying to do to little children, you must talk about it. You must name it. If you are going to fight evil... You got to be meaner than evil. You got to be able to define evil. You must see your enemy. These are the tactics of war, and we are in a war. There was a great speech once about the nature of the devil. And the nature of the devil is to try and convince people that he's not real. The Satan is the author of all lies. And so if you are being forced by the state to lie to yourself about the reality around you, then you are undone. And so we're, no, we're not going to lie on this program. We're going to talk about voter fraud. In fact, voter fraud not only is a major problem in this country, but there was a time just a few short years ago 
that somebody who directly benefited, ladies and gentlemen, from shenanigans having to do with unaccountable ballots and balloting, was openly advocating against said practices. Somebody you may recall, somebody you may even know, in fact, in a clip that just is aging like fine wine. Please enjoy from the archives of 2017, 2018, the very, our very own Kamala Harris demanding the end to electronic voting, demanding paper ballots, demanding secure elections, demanding voter ID, demanding that we secure our elections. In case you're wondering if we've forgotten, we haven't. Watch. Set up systems to audit, but also what they can do around um, best practices and, and best machinery. Um, we are talking with them about the fact that it is probably best that you do not have your election system connected to the Internet because that will create greater vulnerabilities. And then look at where we are now in this year of our Lord 2018. We're talking about paper ballots, but that actually might be one of the smartest systems. Going back to, you know, a day when we could we could have something tangible that we can hold on to because Russia cannot hack a piece of paper like they can a computer system connected to the Internet. Uh, oh, did you know that your vice president is a huge right wing extremist demanding paper ballots and talking about Internet hacking of elections and election systems? Do you know that? Hmm. I wonder what the fact checks will say about that clip about Kamala Harris. What about this direct press release from Elizabeth Warren on her oversight committee joining with other big time major Democrats in the Senate? Amy Klobuchar of Minnesota, Ron Wyden, in order to investigate the vulnerabilities and shortcomings of electric technology industry and in ties to private equity. Three private equity-owned election technology vendors serve 90% of the eligible voters but fail to sufficiently innovate, improve, and protect deteriorating voter systems. Election security experts have noted for years that our nation's voting systems and election infrastructure are a serious threat, says Elizabeth Warren. Apparently, somebody wore a MAGA hat on January 6th and stormed the Capitol because that only people that did do that think like this, right? Go check it out. What's the URL here? Oh, let's see. It's warrensforsenate.gov. This is her official government. This isn't a campaign. This is her official government account. Has a little state of Massachusetts up there. Shout out to ALX, who's currently in Massachusetts. I can't understand why, but that, you know, don't, those are his life choices, okay? We allow people to live the way they want to live on this show. Live and let live. Senator Warren goes through in an extensive uh, government website filing here noting all of the problems with our voting systems. This was from December 2019. December 2019. How quickly we decide that this issue, when it benefits us, or when a broken election system might benefit us, suddenly becomes a conspiracy theory. But it's not a conspiracy theory. We're here to tell you you're not crazy. Heritage Foundation has an incredible site called the Voter Fraud uh, Map, the sampling of recent election fraud cases from across the United States. Just a takeaway here. 
There have been 1,500 proven instances of voter fraud, 1,200 criminal convictions with hard jail time, civil penalties, diversion programs, judicial findings, official findings. The database shows that there's election fraud in every single state in America. You can click on every single state and you can pop on over and you can see all of the cases where people are going to prison for election fraud. Do not allow them to psyop you and to lie to you that this is not a huge crisis in this country. There's election fraud in every single state, including my state, the state of Florida, where a couple of people just went to, uh, were just sentenced to hard time in the state of Florida for election fraud. But I'm going to jump on over to a state that we are heading to next week. Next week, we are going to be doing, uh, we're going to be traveling the country and we're going to be doing some um, uh, special documentary work. I'm very excited about it. Let's head on over to Arizona, shall we? Before we talk about the breaking story out of Michigan, because I just need to set, I just need to tee this all up here, that not only is voter fraud something that happens, it's common, it's criminal, and in order to stop common criminal things, we must talk about them. Why don't they want us to talk about them? Why is Elizabeth Warren and Kamala Harris saying don't talk about this when they were talking about it just like 10 seconds ago? That don't make no sense. Unless, as we understand the nature of the communist, these systems of power start working for them. They can hack these systems of power and they can utilize them and weaponize them for their own benefit. Then the commies stop talking about it entirely. Oh, man, then it's the best thing ever. Let's check in here on Arizona. From the Associated Press, I'm not saying that it wouldn't be true if it was written by Breitbart.com. I'm not saying it wouldn't be true if it was written by the Daily Wire or some of our favorite publications uh, of the center right. But I only use the Associated Press here to prove to you how mainstream voter fraud is. Here we go. Woman in Arizona admits to ballot collection scheme. I'll save you the full read. Uh, and I'll just summarize this from the Associated Press here. A woman, a Democrat, uh, named Guillermina Fuentes was found guilty in the year 2020 of harvesting illegally ballots, filling them out illegally, fake voting, and then batching those ballots and dropping them in to sway the election. Fuentes had been doing this for quite a while. This was a system she had set up. She was also, by the way, in case you're wondering how beautiful this is, Fuentes is the former San Luis mayor. This is the city that she lived in. She's the mayor of that city. Oh, interesting. <laughs> she serves on elected board member of the Gadsden Elementary School District. Oh, okay. So the school districts and the former leaders of towns are involved in this system. Keep that in mind. That'll be important later. She will no longer be allowed to serve in office because she is a, she is a, now officially a felon for voter fraud as her crime in the state of Arizona. So this was all because of ballot boxes. So how did she do this? Well, what she did, and this is reading directly from the article, investigators wrote that it appeared that Fuentes used her position as a powerful figure, she was a former mayor, in the heavily Mexican-American community to get people to give her their ballots 
to return to the polls. Fuentes and her co-defendant, there were two people sentenced here, uh, but Fuentes was the mastermind, were seen in several mail-in envelopes outside of the center in San Luis, the voting center, and they brought these giant ballots and they were seen on camera filling them out. This is according to the Associated Press. Now a convicted felon. Don't know how long she will spend in prison, but it's all on videotape. Fuentes was charged only after the actions appear on videotape as she began ballot stuffing in a ballot box. So let's establish a couple things. One, voter fraud is common. You can go ahead. You can go ahead and, and see. You can go ahead and see the database here. If you go back to Heritage Foundation, you can check in on the database. You can just scroll and scroll and scroll and scroll and scroll. 2023, 2022, 2021, 2020. Case after case after case after case. Ineligible voting, duplicate voting, fraudulently use of absentee ballots. Ineligible voting. Page after page after page after page. Arizona, California, Florida. Arizona, California, Florida, Michigan. And on and on and on and on and on. So don't let them lie to you. This is a crisis in America. And this is a crisis that can, as as all crises can be, uh, don't ever let a crisis go to waste, right? Famous uh, line from Barack Obama's chief of staff, Rahm Emanuel. So did they let a crisis go to waste? Florida passed a new election law. People are going to jail. Ex-Fort Myers man gets prison. Uh, some of the people that go to jail are Republicans. Hold up. Wait a minute. I'm happy to call out my own party. Y'all know that I hate Republicans more than I hate Democrats. What do I mean by that? I, I'm a Republican myself. I'm a conservative. Uh, the Republican Party is going to be the party that I vote for. But I hate Republicans because, well, they backstab me. Well, the Democrats will stab me in the front of the face, okay? Like, the Democrats will show me that they hate me. The Republicans, I have to worry about Mitch McConnell's of the world, Right? Protecting his best friend, Joe Biden. When was the last time you heard Joe, uh, Mitch McConnell criticize Joe Biden? This is what I'm talking about. But I, equal opportunity here. People go to jail as Republicans for Republican voter fraud. I think there was a pretty famous case out of North Carolina of this. Um, that's wrong. Prison. Jail. Go to jail. Straight to jail. Right? Straight to jail. But it seems like the predominant and preponderance of cases are Democrats. And that brings us very neatly to our story of the day from the Gateway Pundit, which has done an absolutely masterful work here on the state of Michigan. Now, if you were to go to the election, if you were to go to the cases uh, in Michigan on our election fraud map there at Heritage Foundation, you don't have to do this. But what you'll find is that there is a considerable amount of voter fraud in Michigan. Not, not like, we're not like crazy for saying it. This is con These are convictions, right? These are people going to prison for voter fraud. What, what, what are you guilty of? Voter fraud. We proved it. Now you're going to jail. There's an, we, we've given you the site. Please enjoy. Go, to your, go for yourself. Click on the state of Michigan and you can find documented cases of a, a huge preponderance of evidence for mass voter fraud in Michigan. What this article talks about from the Gateway Pundit is a very specific type of voter fraud that occurred because of COVID. Now, this is important, ladies and gentlemen. COVID, we know that Dr. Fauci funded gain-of-function research in China 
We do not know how that virus got out, but we do know where it came from, the Wuhan laboratory in China. You can decide for yourself exactly who gave the order and when, but what we know is that that virus was released from that laboratory, that Dr. Fauci was funding that laboratory illegally, of course, because it's against the law to do that. Dr. Fauci had to offshore that goblin-like Frankenstein bioengineering uh, of God's creation itself to Wuhan. Wuhan is a laboratory that pulled bat viruses down from the caves in Southeast China, from a very specific type of bat called a horseshoe bat. And then they manipulate those viruses by adding spike proteins so that those viruses can infect a human being. Uh, the horseshoe bat wouldn't be able to infect you, even if it bit you, even if it fl flew into your bed at night, right? It, because it doesn't have the protein that could actually interact with your human cells. That's the way God designed it. But Dr. Fauci, who thinks he's God, uh, paid the Chinese to do dirty work, to do illegal work. He used your tax dollars to make those viruses accessible to human beings. That's how you get COVID. This is not up for debate. The COVID, the backbone of the COVID molecule is a horseshoe bat uh, 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 coronavirus. So take that for what it is. That's what they did. COVID happens. Everyone goes into panic. You lived through it. I lived through it. Only happened two, three years ago. Everyone lives in a panic. Some people are still living in a panic over it. The media whips everyone into a frenzy. And that sets the stage for mass mail-in balloting, something that was illegal in many states, illegal in places like Pennsylvania, for instance. But they scared the ever-loving hell out of people and made the ballots worth less than the paper they're printed on. Anyone and everyone could go and get paper ballots. And you know what? It just so happened to be the CARES Act that was passed through Congress and mass bipartisan nature uh, included in it massive funding for mail-in balloting. That's a fact. It's a known fact. And so now mail-in balloting, mail-in balloting hit, hit the country. And there was so much going on and there was so much chaos and everyone had been scared into thinking that other human beings were going to kill them just by breathing on them. Um, we got to send in all of our ballots by mail. And that's what they did. What that, what that allowed for is for people to manipulate that system. And here, ladies and gentlemen, we have directly from the police department, the state police department in Michigan, the reports of a specific organization that was funded, oh, you're going to love this, who they were funded by, that was funded in order to effectively, based on estimates, just make up 800,000 applications sent to non-qualified voters. So that would be called fraudulent. That would be called rigging. Ladies and gentlemen, this organization... This dark money organization was raided by the police in the state of Michigan. They found paid gift cards, guns with silencers on them, burner phones. A Democrat-funded organization with multiple temporary facilities in several states. Is this how it happened? Let's read. Let's go ahead and read the report. Let's read it for yourself. Everyone is talking about this. This is all over the internet. Everybody is sharing this. Mainstream people, people who are friends of the show are sharing this and talking about it, and you deserve to hear what the report says. This is directly from a Michigan State Police report, ladies and gentlemen. 
The Muskegon Police Department, the city clerk in Muskegon, Michigan, uh, filed a police report and went to the police because she saw something happening that she's never seen before. A single person registered between eight and 10,000 people to vote in one day, and then another 2,500 the next day. Well, how the hell does that happen? That, I mean, that, 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 that's beyond the realm of possibility. The quantity that's directly, reading to you directly from the police report, we'll put it up on screen, read it and weep, make it for, like, do what you will with it. The quantity of the voter registration forms were highly suspicious and possibly fraudulent. In the election observer's opinion, numerous forms appeared to have been completed by the same writer. And upon examination, the addresses of multiple forms were invalid and non-existent. For instance, one of the voter registration forms was registered to the local school. That's not where people live. Phone numbers on multiple forms were erroneous and signatures on multiple forms didn't appear to match signatures on file with the Secretary of State. Those addresses didn't exist. Again, noting that Muskegon High School, which is clearly not a residence, was used in order to get mail-in ballots sent to it. This is all, of course, a pretext. A pretext. Like, of all of this was the Trojan, the Trojan horse that was wheeled into the city center. Ladies and gentlemen, COVID. You get everyone terrified to vote in person. You get little old people and everyone horrified to vote in person. You make mail-in balloting, which was never part of the American experiment, which was screamed at in the clips that we all opened up. Kamala Harris, Elizabeth Warren, screaming about the dangers of this. Who's doing it? My boy Trump? No. Nope. Kamala Harris and Elizabeth Warren and Amy Klobuchar and Ron Wyden of Oregon. So the states of California... Oregon, Minnesota, and Massachusetts. We showed you that you can still find them for yourself. Screaming about the dangers of our election system and not being able to account for votes. Just letting you know who's on my side here, or as of recently was. Ladies and gentlemen, the Secretary of State in Michigan said that the quantity of the voter application forms are clearly fraudulent and highly suspicious, according to to official documents. Very strange that this explosive investigation was buried from public view until today. The Gateway Pundit is now exposing these reports. This investigation goes through and talks about GBI strategies. GBI Strategies is an organization that pays people to go out and ballot harvest. What it's saying is that the ballot harvesting that was being done was effectively was effectively fraudulent. This is what this this police report from Michigan is effectively saying. People were paid in gift cards in uh, given non-traceable burner phones to go out and ballot harvest. I don't know why they would have rifles after they were raided by the police, but this is what the police found, according to direct police documents. 
ladies and gentlemen. So the story just keeps getting stranger. The story is in, in, like does lend itself to understanding some of the footage that you see, like this footage, right, of individuals dropping dozens and dozens of ballots off by themselves into these drop boxes, these unaccountable drop boxes. You no longer have to walk into a polling place and vote. You can just saunter over and shove as many of these ballots as you possibly want to into a drop box, and no one will ever be the wiser. Michigan State Senator Ruth Johnson, who was the former Secretary of State, told the Gateway Pundit, my estimate is that over 800,000 ballot applications were sent to non-qualified voters in Michigan, including many individuals who had moved or had died or some individuals who were underage or non-citizens. They were sent to people who had moved out of state. These ballot applications, if turned back in, would cause a live ballot to be sent to that address by the clerk. Now, let me make something very clear to you. I have personally experienced voter fraud. This was when my wife and I were living in Washington, D.C., and we lived in a residence in Washington, D.C. Uh, that we had purchased about four years earlier. And we certainly weren't the first people to live there, and we, aren't, we weren't the last people to live there. And once they implemented voted like once they implemented mail-in balloting in Washington, D.C., my wife and I received eight ballots at our home. One of my pals in Washington, D.C. that lived inside of a group house had over 17 ballots sent to their address. How do you keep track of that? How the hell is that possible to make sure that that system is non-fraudulent? It's not, it's like counterfeit currency being on the market. If you have really great counterfeits all over the market, I mean, wh when will you be able to tell which bill is real and which bill is not? That's the question. Ladies and gentlemen, back to the report here. You can see from the state police, we want to show you all the documentation here. Back to the original report, please, Royce. Uh, you can see from the state police, the documentation. We want you to see it for yourself. We want you to be able to scroll through like we can here and see on the report the state police reporting on this operation. The raids that happened. The confusing strategy of all of this. Why on earth would one single person be able to register 1,200 people? Ladies and gentlemen, the police reports again will be up on your screen. And now comes the big one, ladies and gentlemen. This is the real danger. Who funded all this? This doesn't just pop out of nowhere. Who funded this GBI strategies? GBI strategies. Where exactly is this multi-million dollar GBI strategies located. Where's their Where's their operational center? Can't even pay for a uh, Can't even pay for a lawn guy. There you go, dusty old house. 
GBI Strategies, the firm connected to the police report that was covering uh, that was covered up in Michigan since before the 2020 election, has a multi-millions flowing through it. Books, yet it reportedly has a headquarters, is headquartered in a small, dumpy house. Huh? Uh, extremely strange, this. So the G, this GBI strategy is very highly suspicious. Uh, you can scroll through the article here and you can see the house that it's registered in, a duplex. There's your multi-million dollar operation right there in that duplex. Let's scroll down one more. Here you go, a report of independent expenditures. Oh, what's this? Let's zoom in on that yellow here. What's this? Oh, that's a donation. That's a donation for from Joe Biden. Well, that's curious. This is federal documentation. Who funded this organization? Well, here, according to uh, according to the Gateway Pundits reporting and according to uh, this wonderful account called Kanoa the Great, who we're big fans of. During the 2020 election season, Democrat election committees collectively channeled more than $4 million directly into GBI strategies. This is the organization that was doing all the allegedly illegal uh, vote harvesting and manufacturing. Who funded this? Biden for president is one of the top donors. $4,500. $450,000, correction. Democrat senatorial campaign, $2 million. DNC Services Corp, $1 million. Democrat Party of Iowa, nearly half a million dollars. Huh? Democrat Party of Iowa funding this organization that's operating in Michigan. What the hell is going on here? Well, interestingly enough, Joe Biden, in a moment of lucidity, may have actually explained to us precisely what he is doing. Ladies and gentlemen, Joe Biden, as soon as this operation was put forth, had this to say on a live feed during his campaign. Uh, see if you can pick something very curious up here. We have put together and you guys did, did it for our administration, the President Obama's administration before this. We have put together, I think, the most extensive and inclusive voter fraud organization in the history of American politics. Okay, you could say Joe Biden's just a dumb person and he just doesn't know what he's talking about and he doesn't know what he's saying. Or you could say that Joe Biden, because of his dementia, is given extra lucidity to simply slip out the truth. We don't know. Sure, it'd be interesting to ask. Sure, it'd be nice to have somebody ask him that question. What did you mean by that? The most extensive voter fraud operation in American history. Ladies and gentlemen, there is GPS tracking. That was used by an organization called True the Vote. Uh, this GPS tracking uh, followed uh, what they refer to as mules around the country to ballot harvest, often illegally, 
in states that don't allow these kind of practices. But of course, because of unaccountable drop boxes and because of mail-in balloting, that is the green light because there's no way to account for these individuals and there's no way to ever trace those ballots back to their original owners. Watch. That between eight and 10,000 um, voter registration applications. And, um, and in the report, um, the Muskegon um, city clerk mentions that this woman brought an additional 2,500 um, voter applications. And I think it was the following day. And that's when the police started following her. Another interesting point is the police um, began tracking these individuals that they thought were involved in this ring of uh, voter registration fraud in Michigan. And they were using the same technology, the GPS tracking that True the Vote used, that Democrats and the media mocked as being inaccurate and uh, unreliable. So I think that's important to note because throughout the report, they talk about the GPS tracking that they. So is this investigation still open? What happened in Michigan exactly with this investigation? When Michigan, they're <laughs> prosecuting people who signed up to be Trump's alternative electors. It's almost as though they have something to hide. What does the police have to say? Listen. And this is just one individual that turned in between eight and 10,000 uh, applications in one day. So you can only imagine the size and scope of this investigation with all these additional cities involved. And these are just the cities that they identify in this report. It could have been even more widespread than, than what we're seeing in this report. We don't know because what happened was, um, at, I think it was in 20, I'm just gonna look at the report. Uh, it looks like somewhere around May 28, 2021, uh, they announced that the case would remain, the Michigan State Police announced that the case would remain open even though the FBI had taken over the case because they believed that there was a multi-state operation taking place um, with GBI strategies and other outside organizations. Listen, man, you know what? You have a right. You have a right to know. You have a right to understand the world around you and we'll never be able to understand what is actually happening if we can't talk about it. And so I would argue that anyone who wishes to challenge this, please present an explanation for videos like this, please. I'm looking for an explanation for a video like this inside of a Detroit vote tabulation center. This is a video from 4 a.m. in the evening, 4 a.m. in the morning, correction. Everyone had gone to sleep and I have been part of, I, I of course watched Many, many um, elections. I've been involved in politics for the better part of my entire life. And these look like the crates that ballots are carried in. That's exactly what they look like. Can somebody explain this? Who was that person? Why did this happen when there were no observers there from either party, Democrat or Republican? Why is this happening? Can somebody explain this? Can somebody explain this chart, please, to me? There's, there's never been an election that looks like this. You can't go back and find me an election that looks like this. I don't care who wins, Republican, Democrat. Dude, if Ronald Reagan won like this, if Richard Nixon won like this, if Donald Trump won like this, I'd say, man, that's sketchy as hell, bro. Can somebody explain to me this? You're not supposed to have graphs 
This is the Michigan voter election tally. You're not supposed to have graphs that look like this in the middle of the night. And I'm not going to apologize for saying it. Somebody explain it, please. Please. Like I'm, I'm like I'm a, a small child. Slowly and calmly explain to me what that is. Well, it looks like the Gateway Pundit may have just cracked the case. And it's not just us asking these questions. I just want you to know, ladies and gentlemen, that this has gone entirely mainstream. Now, we've been, of course, talking about this for quite a while. And we're excited that people are starting to really notice some of our favorites, like Tom Fitton uh, at Judicial Watch has a great tweet out this morning about it. Uh, But we were shocked to hear this from Joe Rogan. And I know this is our this is the open for our show, but it's worth playing one more time because Joe Rogan's the most listened to man in America. He's the most listened to man in the world. We love Tucker Carlson. Joe Rogan is four or five times bigger than Tucker Carlson on his best night. Joe Rogan was asked about election fraud, and he had this to say, and this is how you know that you're officially waking people up. Watch. How much election fraud do you think is real? Here we go, Joe. You want to go to election fraud? Yeah, because I don't think it's zero. No, it's no not way. zero. I think we could all agree it's not zero. No way it's not zero. And we know that these voting machines can be with yeah and we know yeah. that there's some irregularities uh, all that that carry lake stuff in mm-hmm. arizona yeah. that they're trying to dismiss it doesn't look like that's invalid it looks like there's real fraud there it looks like there's some real shenanigans there at the very least there was voting machines that weren't working properly and it seems very suspicious that a lot of them were in republican areas there's a lot of shenanigans there's a, and i think there's coordinated efforts to make sure that certain people get elected. I don't know how far they go, but I know it's not zero. We have put the- I don't know how far they go, but it's not zero. And that is true. And we need to start talking about that. And I don't care if it benefits Republicans, if it benefits Democrats, we need to start breaking through to the American people and start talking about harsh realities. The world we live in today, the greatest trick Satan ever pulled was trying to convince people that he wasn't real. And if you don't believe that there are bad men out there that are ready to steal your country out from under you, then you'll never be able to fight them. If you cannot see your enemy, you cannot fight. And so we must talk about this issue. Here's the Tom Fitton tweet, by the way, um, from our friend Tom Fitton. Just in case you're wondering, like, this is going mainstream. You won't be able to break away from this story. Why are we just hearing about it now? 800,000 ballot applications sent to non-qualified voters, bags of prepaid gift cards, guns with silencers, burner phones, Democrat-funded organization with multiple temporary facilities in several states funded directly by Joe Biden. Ladies and gentlemen, this tweet from a man named Andrew Kloster Uh, Andrew Kloster, who uh, is a former White House lawyer. So take this uh, with the seriousness uh, that it demands. This is Trump's former lawyer in the White House. Talking about the FEC records that directly show insane amounts of money flowing into these dark voter registration organizations. $11 million 
$11 million, FEC records revealed, dark Democrat money super PAC paid a company implicated in the Michigan police voter registration fraud $11 million to register voters for Joe Biden's 2020 election campaign. Black PAC, a Democrat political action committee fueled by undisclosed contributions, funneled $11 million to GBI strategies in 2020. Black PAC garnered more than $44 million in funding in the 2020 election cycle. Michigan police are investigating GBI strategies for unaccountable ballots. Trump's lawyer says this is real. I was at the White House and I spoke with relevant witnesses. My understanding was that Brenson intimidated the whistleblowers and threatened their jobs. A ripe case for federal public corruption charges, but Bill Barr was not interested. White House counsel under Trump not interested. So they just didn't want to pursue this after the election. And it's worth noting, and I think this is also equally very important and maybe something that we'll cover later, worth noting that Acorn, you remember Acorn busted by James O'Keefe way back in the day? We're talking like 2008, I think. James O'Keefe in a pimp suit. Acorn was an Obama organization set up to do exactly this. And who's running the actual White House? Who's actually president right now? You all know the answer to that. Who's running the White House from his sweatpants with an iPhone in his basement? You know the answer to that. You know the answer to that. James O'Keefe went in and busted Acorn, which was a community organization set up for vote harvesting. This was the play. This was what was, this was what was, this is the next iteration of Acorn. Was James O'Keefe and Hannah Giles in their pimp and hooker outfit exposed this operation for the evil dark money uh, laundering and uh, fraudulent voter fraud uh, operation that it was. And then that organization, of course, had to be discounted and rebuilt. <clears throat> and now it has been. Ladies and gentlemen, there are a lot of reasons why we need to protect this nation. A lot of reasons why we need to protect our votes. There are a lot of reasons why we need to protect our systems of voting and ask some really hard questions. I ask really hard questions to my wife. Like, for instance, yesterday I said I don't know how much diapers cost because I don't buy the diapers. But if I were to say that next to my cell phone, the next thing I would get on my cell phone are diaper ads. That's because your cell phone's listening to you. And that creeps me out. And that is why I'm very proud to partner with my friends at Silent. Silent is a fantastic company that has a product here. It is a sleeve where you can take your phone and this Faraday sleeve and put it in there and it protects your privacy, security, and your health. It's patented and it's Faraday technology. It blocks harmful radiation and wireless signals, giving you peace of mind. Your personal data will never end up in the wrong hands. If you want to have actual conversations with your spouse uh, without uh, Amazon or Google or anyone else listening, please go to silent.com slnt.com and use the code Benny at checkout and save 10% with free shipping on your orders. slnt.com, offer code Benny. So Joe Biden, it turns out, has been lying for a very long time about everything. Maybe the one time he told the truth was when he said that he's built the most sophisticated voter fraud operation uh, in American history. Maybe that's the one time that Joe Biden actually did tell the truth. And he did say it. It's on camera. No one's ever explained what he meant by that. Oh, just that's just Joe being Joe. Joe Biden finally has had to answer a question 
about his son's business dealings and Devin Archer. This happened yesterday. The great Peter Ducey of Fox News, who we are big fans of, walked directly over to Joe Biden, had to hop a gate to get a question in because they protect Joe Biden like he's some type of endangered panda in the zoo at these events. And Peter Ducey was finally able to pop off a question. Check this out. There's this testimony now where one of your son's former business associates is claiming that you were on speakerphone a lot with them talking business. Is that what? I never talked business in England. And I, I know you'd have a lousy question. Well, what do you, it's, why is that a lousy question? Because it's not true. Thank you, Mr. President. Okay. Well, I mean, you, you know, you could throw a couple of harder punches, I guess, than that. But you know what? Why isn't every member of the White House press corps asking that question? Of course, you know the answer to that. They've decided that they shall remain protecting Joe Biden. There was a time, however, when Joe Biden was far more accessible to the press. And it's interesting that after everything that's happened, he still hasn't changed his tune. Check out Joe Biden at the Iowa State Fair in 2019 when he was running for president. The great Peter Ducey asking the same thing and got a uh, similar response. Mr. Vice President, how many times have you ever spoken to your son about his overseas business dealings? I've never spoken to my son about his overseas business And so how do you know? Here's what I know. I know Trump deserves to be investigated. He is violating every basic norm of a president. You should be asking him the question, why is he on the phone with a foreign leader trying to intimidate a foreign leader, if that's what happened? That appears what happened. You should be looking at Trump. Trump's doing this because he knows I'll beat him like a drum. And he's using the abuse of power and every element of the, the of presidency to try to do something to smear me. Everybody looked at this and everybody's looked at it and said there's nothing there. Ask the right question. Ask the right question, Sonny. Hmm. Joe Biden may be in some big trouble because after this, apparently, Peter Ducey was hounded by the White House. The White House called Peter Ducey and then began to badger him. Very, very interesting stuff here. Joining us now to talk about it is a person who, man, is just such a perfect booking for this topic. A man who we have grown to very much love on this program, the great Texas Congressman Wesley Hunt. Congressman, you've done quite a bit of uh, media uh, as of late, and you are on fire. My question to you is this. Have you ever gone up to the reporters in the Congress and go, ask the right question? <laughs> no, that's not my job. It's actually the reporter's job to ask me the questions. And also, it's the reporter's job to actually report on what's germane and what's going on in our world today, regardless of what the political affiliation is. And right now we're seeing a derelict of duty every single day by our media. And to think that only Peter Ducey was the one to ask that question and not the entire press corps is actually pretty ridiculous. You're on the Judiciary Committee. People want to push forward with impeachment because they believe that this will be the one time that we will be able to break out of the matrix and into the mainstream what the Bidens have done, which is to sell out high office in America to the highest bidder and to make a fortune. Uh, yet there is such a 
It's the right way to put this. I have a three-year-old. She plugs her ear sometimes, and she goes, la, 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 la. <laughs> I got one of those, too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You, you ever hear that? They didn't want to listen to you? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, and yeah. so there's a lot of three-year-olds in our current press environment. And would impeachment be a tactic to finally break the matrix and get this mainstream? So I, I've been, obviously I get asked this pretty frequently. I get asked this almost every single day. Mm. And the one thing that I always talk about when it comes to impeachment is politically, given the fact that Joe Biden is the worst president we have seen in modern history, the fact that he has the worst approval rating of any president in modern history, the fact that Kamala Harris has the worst approval rating of any vice president in the history of this country, and Dick Cheney shot somebody. So that's really saying something. <laughs> the fact that we are sitting here right now talking about this, we want him we want him wounded we want the guy that has the worst approval rating running against president trump here in 2024 and so i also feel like if we do impeach him you're going to kind of rally the troops around this wounded animal and then you look at all of the evidence against him and at some point it's not about being politically savvy it's about doing the right thing by the american people this guy has earned an impeachment we're looking at 20 million dollars being funneled to his family and selling out america he has earned being impeached and at the end of the day if articles of, of impeachment are drawn and westingham has to vote on it i will be a resounding yes my man uh i did want to talk about invasions of our country and invasions of our privacy and a current story that is ping pong balling around uh, the state of Texas as it pertains to this new border wall that seems to be wildly effective. The buoys that are put there in the Rio Grande. Can you talk with me, sir, about your opinion on these, how effective they are? Yeah. Uh, and are libs just losing their minds over this because walls don't work and, and unless the walls actually work? So, so these people actually don't care about humans. They don't care about the humanitarian about the humanitarian effort that the conservative movement is trying to do by saving people's lives by not having them risk their lives by coming across the border and risk the lives of their families. That's why we want to build the wall. That's why we use these buoys as a deterrence. By the way, like every single country in the entire wor world uses, every single civilized country in the entire world uses ways to keep people that aren't legally entering their country from coming inside their country. And I, at the end of the day, we have got to take a serious look at this. We conservatives want border security. We want people not coming to our country illegally. Why? We don't want the cartels running our borders. We don't want enough fentanyl pouring into our country to kill every single American six times. The fact that liberals take something as minuscule as this, something that's, that's, that's been effective, by the way, they take something like this, and then they want to blame us for being anti-humanitarian is laughable to us. We are the ones that are trying to stop this from happening in the first place so people don't risk their lives and end up in this position. And we'd have that if we had a secure border. So the New York Post with this headline, Democrats hate Texas Rio Grande border barrier because it works. Is it? Does it work? Of course. I mean, it's, it's an element that of course works. You know why? Because barriers and walls work. It's called an act of deterrence. This is kind of the whole point of why countries do this in the first place. Look, brother, I've traveled all over the world. Uh, I'm a combat veteran. I spent two years in Saudi Arabia. I flew 55 combat air missions in Baghdad. Nowhere in the world behaves like this. There is yeah. no civilized country that is comfortable with having six and a half million people enter their country illegally. And they want to talk about buoys and barriers and walls being anti-humanitarian. It's ridiculous. It's actually un-American to not support 
border security policies that we're implementing here in Texas. And so the federal government doesn't want to do their job by protecting our citizens, we have to do it ourselves here in Texas. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Preach. Preach, brother. Yes, final uh, little final final bit of preaching that I retweeted this morning. I, I just want I know we've been kind of all over Biden crimes, Texas wall, but man, we're gonna jump into rapper range, Neo. Man, we got rapper range, Neo. Yeah, we got range. <laughs> rapper Neo coming out and saying, I don't apologize for protecting children against the predations of people who would mutilate them for life. And you say the Democrat Party is losing its grip on black men. Can you explain? Of, of course we are, because this is a ridiculous assertion to think that we should allow children to decide their gender. I have a four-year-old daughter, a three-year-old daughter, and a seven-month-old little boy. And if my daughters had their choice, they would eat chocolate ice cream for breakfast, lunch, and dinner, and every other meal. And they would probably do that up until the age of 12. So a human being that can't decide what a healthy diet is, how in God's name are we going to allow them to change their gender that's going to impact the rest of their lives? I'm a combat veteran. I fought for the rights of adults to make their own decisions. If you're an adult, you could do what you want with your body and your own money. I'm not going to stop you, but you will leave our children alone. Black men see this and they're like, this is absolute insanity. No, I'm not going to allow my children to transition. They're looking at that. They're looking at Hunter Biden with, with a, a yes. cocaine in the White House found. He has he has a tax evasion charge. Uh, uh, he has he has he has all kinds of issues that he's dealing with every single day with his laptop and funneling $20 million to his dad. And we're looking around and we're saying, if this were not just a black American, but any American, they wouldn't be getting away with this. And this is yeah. why Joe Biden and the Democrats are losing black men because we have sense enough to know you're not helping us you're hurting us and we deserve better yes uh one point and then a final a final follow-up for you on that uh my daughters are really obsessed with mermaids right now they're so, obsessed so love Ariel. little mermaid oh yeah love little mermaid i um <laughs> even though it might it might be surgically possible uh not gonna cut off their legs and attach a fishtail to them uh, even though my daughters straight up day and night identify as a mermaid. In fact, my one-year-old, that's like one of her first words is mermaid. This is great. Like rolling through and being like, mermaid, mermaid, mermaid. I mean, if there's ever a case, it's like one of three words in her lexicon is mermaid. If there was ever a case for surgically attaching a fishtail to my kids, and there's plenty of them in Florida, yes. uh, it'd be that. But no, no, uh, I'm not going to do Olivia it. wants to be a mermaid as well. She wants to be Ariel. In fact, her third birthday will be an Ariel theme party. And you know what I did? I brought her a sleeping bag in the shape of a, of a mermaid fin. That's all I'm going to do. That's all you get. You get nothing more than that. No, I'm not cutting off your legs. And that's the kind of rash, irrational thinking that a three-year-old has. Why are we going to let them decide their gender? Yes. Final final follow-up for you based on what you just said about black men. Do you think that Donald Trump – and I, 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 I say this because one of the largest black fraternities in America was here in Tampa, and we went and did a man on the street, and we asked them about Kamala Harris and Joe Biden. Whew! Yeah. Yikes! I got a lot of – there was a lot of Trump supporters, low-key oh, yeah. Trump supporters. There were like a lot of Trump supporters. Oh, yeah. Uh, and, and we you know we put that video up, went viral, and I'm seeing a trend here where – I'm seeing an opportunity. Donald Trump going into urbanized communities and going to uh, non-traditional Republican voters and saying, I know that there is a broken system and that that broken system targets people that are inconvenient to it uh, and that it views as the enemy. And you know that system exists and I know that system exists more than ever. 
I was once a part of that system, and now I shall be your hammer to smash that system. Would you advise Donald Trump, and you are a fan of Donald Trump, uh, to take that message? I most certainly will. Not only am I a fan of it, not only not only will I encourage him to do that, I'm going to help him do it. Hmm. In 2020, President Trump got got roughly 20 percent of the black male vote, and if in 2024 he gets at least between 25 and 28 percent of the black male vote, it makes it mathematically difficult for Democrats to win, and he can absolutely attain that with this demographic. Black men are looking at this and they're saying, you know, are we better off now? Or are, we, or, or, or are we better off under President Trump's leadership? Mm. We were better off then. And if I'm talking about a party that wants to transition my children and allow them to make that kind of decisions, I want no part of it. What I want is a strong America. What I want is my bank account back to the way it was pre-COVID. What I want is border security. And this is not a black man or a white man or a black woman issue. This is an American issue. And black men are waking up. The Democrat Party has done nothing for us for 30 years. And I think there's going to be a reckoning here in 2024. And I look forward to helping President Trump attain just that. 25% of black men, and we're going to be in very good shape. And also, Beno, I will leave you with this, brother. Black men... Hispanic men and Hispanic women. We don't play this liberal stuff. And once people start mm -hmm. to wake up to the nefarious intent mm -hmm. of the left, and I think we're seeing it every single day, I think we're going to be all right here in 2024, brother. <laughs> It's amazing what happens when you just get out into the street. There's a there's a huge Cuban population here in oh, Tampa. Yes. There's there's an entire Cuban Cuban yes. uh, uh, place in uh, in Tampa called Ybor City. Yes. And I went there and I was like, "Are you a Latinx?" Hey, excuse me. Are you Latinx? And we just did. We we went and talked with everybody. Guys that were rolling the cigars. Guys that were pouring the drinks. And every single one of them was like looking like they're gonna fight me. Like I, I call them a Latinx, a Latinx, or however the hell you say it. And they're like, and they looked at me like I was slurring, like I was giving them a, a racial slur. Like you say that again, you know, that's an insult to my culture. I think they're overshooting. It, 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 it is an insult to their culture. Yeah. Yeah, I, th I think they're I think they're going to swing and I think they're going to miss big time. Uh, Congressman, thank you so much for being such a fighter. Ladies and gentlemen, follow Wesley Hunt on his accounts. Follow Wesley Hunt on his accounts. 165,000 people can't be wrong. Follow him on X Twitter and uh, follow his work as well. He is a, a great champion and has a wonderful career ahead of him. Thank you, Congressman. Thank you, brother. God. We just can't help ourselves. We laugh too hard at these clips. You gotta see what happened when I went out into the street and spoke with the largest and oldest black fraternity in America and asked them about Kamala Harris. Check this out. You would assume these fine gentlemen would have something nice to say about Kamala Harris. Let's go find out. Any favorite Kamala Harris quotes? Nope, y'all know any. Kamala Harris quotes? Sorry. When we talk about the children of the community, they are a children of the community. What is your favorite Kamala Harris quote? I don't have one. You need to get to go. I need to be able to get where you need to go to do the work and get home. Stop it. Get some help. Do you have a favorite Kamala Harris accomplishment? Kamala Harris accomplishment. You know what? If I would have known of one, then I would have thought of one. I just love the idea of exploring the unknown. What is your favorite Kamala Harris accomplishment? Favorite? I'm not sure. <laughs> That's okay. Uh, she wasn't. Uh... Okay. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, that was fun.
We had a lot of fun time. We we had we, we had a we had a, a fantastic time out in the street in Tampa talking to those guys. Not a single person could come up with a great accomplishment that they could name from the Biden regime. All of them were asked, "What score do you give Joe Biden?" They're all like, "I don't know, maybe like five. It was awesome. We have a lot of fun. We're going to do a lot more of that. That product is called Benny on the Block, and we love going out into the block. We love heading out into the streets. It is why we use Patriot Mobile, in fact, as our cell phone carrier to head out into the streets. We know that no matter where we go, whether it be East Palestine or some of the most sunken places in Philadelphia, we just went to Zombie Town in Philadelphia, a place called Kensington, which is awful, just third world stuff. We know that Patriot Mobile's got our back. It'll keep us connected. They have the best cell phone coverage in America and they're non-woke. You get the same coverage that you're accustomed to minus the elitist leftist propaganda. Make the switch today to Patriot Mobile and send a message that you support free speech, religious freedom, sanctity of life, and our veterans and first responders. 100% U.S.-based company. Go to PatriotMobile.com slash Benny, PatriotMobile.com slash Benny, and get free activation today with the offer code Benny. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, we got ourselves an election update here. You ready? Let's go. Oh, in a few short days, there will be the first RNC debate. And I know something you don't know. And I got something to tell you. Little birdies are talking to me about how Donald Trump will not be doing that debate. And we say, good, you shouldn't be doing that debate. In fact, uh, why would you do that debate? You're partnering with Young America's Foundation. Young America's Foundation is like essentially a Mike Pence simp group. Don't do that debate. Trump saying, I will not sign the pledge to endorse other GOP nominees, three of four people that I would not support. And you have to sign the pledge effectively that you're going to support the nominee in order to take the stage. And so this is Donald Trump effectively shot across the bow saying, I'm not going to go to that debate. It's on the 28th of this month. Donald Trump saying, uh-uh, not going to do it. Some very good people and you have some people. I mean, I have a problem with the debate for another reason. I wouldn't sign the pledge. Why would I sign a pledge? There are people on there that I wouldn't have. I wouldn't have certain people as, you know, somebody that I'd endorse. So they want you to sign a pledge. But I can name three or four people that I wouldn't support for president. So right there, there's a problem. Okay, right there, there's a problem. I but I don't have to use that. Right now, no, I don't want to do that. I would do that. There's no reason to insult them. But there are some people there that a lot of people wouldn't endorse, but they wouldn't be right. They're not going to go anywhere. By the way, they're not going to get it. But so I would. She said that's one of the requirements for. Yeah. So you won't sign it. Well, they have three or four people that I wouldn't, you know, who would put these people as president? If you ever put these people as president, but you'll get somebody else. There'll be somebody. I know something you don't know, and I got something to tell you. Donald Trump is planning on doing something very big on election night, and it's going to really piss some people off. It's really going to piss off Fox News, who has the exclusive rights to this debate. Fox News, you might recall, do you remember the, like, the famous line, Donald Trump, only Rosie O'Donnell. Hey, Alex, can you grab that for the, the sweet viewers out there? Only Rosie O'Donnell. The first time, the debate, it was in Cleveland, Ohio. Megyn Kelly, you've been mean to women. Donald Trump, only Rosie. That was the first Fox News debate. That was the first debate of 2016. Donald Trump made that statement, 
broke the world, broke the internet, uh, broke all broadcast records. I mean, you're, get, you're getting thermonuclear broadcast records. And if Donald Trump doesn't show up to the debate, then nobody watches. So Fox News is begging Trump to show up to the debate and Donald Trump saying no. And as of right now, uh, I can tell you little birdie telling me that Donald Trump may have something else in mind. Donald Trump may have a different event in mind to counter-program the RNC's debate with simp groups that hate him and hate you. And it's going to be awesome. So let's see if that plays out. Things change. Things change. It's pretty easy to figure this one out. Who is the person that would want the very most to hurt Fox News right now? Who's the person who's been wronged by Fox News the very most in recent history? Somebody who was also wronged by Fox News is Megyn Kelly. Megyn Kelly asked that question, and we might as well just relive in the glorious past, shall we? The best answer ever given at any debate ever in history. Watch. One of the things people love about you is you speak your mind and you don't use a politician's filter. However, that is not without its downsides, in particular when it comes to women. You've called women you don't like fat pigs, dogs, slobs, and disgusting animals. Your Twitter account... Only Rosie O'Donnell. No, it wasn't. Your Twitter account... Thank you. (laughs) Ah! I was there. I was there. I was there. I was a uh, a young reporter. I was there right on the side of the stage. I physically witnessed that happen. And I can tell you this. You are missing out on something that you'll never be able to capture in a bottle again, which is the roaring of that room in Cleveland, Ohio. The screaming and roaring and belovedness of those individuals to Donald Trump in that answer where he changed politics forever. Love him or hate him, man. He ripped the curtain and he changed politics forever. And he did it in that question and in that 30 seconds. And notice how Megyn Kelly just didn't have a response. She was, Megyn Kelly was the most watched person on earth at that time at Fox News. And she could never recover. And she didn't recover from that. We like Megyn Kelly. We like Megyn Kelly. Okay. Megyn Kelly has a great product. I have nothing against her. But in that question and through that cycle. This is just the mastery of Donald Trump. It's the magic of Donald Trump. The magic of Donald Trump is he's been a celebrity for so long and he's done TV and he's done uh, the marketing of an idea for so long that he can just just destroy a setup like that. He knew exactly what was happening and he just took the baseball bat and went, see ya, see ya, blew it up with a tank. Sweet tank shell delivered by the Benny Brigade, ladies and gentlemen. You should join the Benny Brigade. Benny Brigade is how we keep this show 100% independent. If you join the Benny Brigade and you sign up for the annual membership, you will get a free keychain, official Benny Brigade keychain made here in America, mailed right to you from me. Made here in America by American leather, by American craftsmen, 100% veterans, People who love this nation, you support us. You support the people who make our products. You support this show. You keep us independent. And it's only $5 a month. 
That's less than a foot long at Subway. You get a free month if you sign up for the annual subscription. So go now to the Benny Brigade, sign up, and also get member perks like being able to ask us questions. Here, ladies and gentlemen, is the Brigade question of the day. We are working this we are, we are working this system into the show. Sometimes the questions are going to be for you have the opportunity to see who we have next on the show and ask them a question. And I have a big special announcement for tomorrow. Very excited about. And then or you can ask me a question. So here's the question from the day from Martha Mack. Can you explain to newbies what salty and based means? <laughs> Some know, but others do not. OK, let's begin. Uh, salty. When we ask for salt shakers is when we have a clip of a lib who's crying and sobbing, and weeping because they're getting absolutely destroyed. And they know that they do not have a majority in this country. They know that they are a small minority of freaks and losers and weirdos and that they don't have God on their side. And so they're fragile, bitter people. They're sad people. And they cry because they're so sad often. They're often weepy. And the tears that they cry are salty. And we want those salty tears to fill up our cups. And we would like to drink their tears. Mm. Oh. Oh, the sweet, delicious saltiness. It is so lovely. And so when I ask for salt shakers, it's typically because there's a clip of a lib. We don't happen to have one queued up, but a clip of a lib like sobbing and crying. A good one would be Donald Trump because you'd be in jail. Hillary Clinton, 2016 debates. The other legendary moment. Hard to say which one's hard to say which one's more legendary. Rosie O'Donnell or because you'd be in jail. And so that would be an example, uh, Martha, of saltiness. We love those that saltiness. We love when libs are crying salty, salty tears. And we are proud members of the salty army. And that's why there's salt on the front of our salt on the front of our tank right there. You can see in the logo for the Benny Brigade. So it has a sweet salt shaker up there because we are rolling with our salt. So that is what salty means. We love it when libs cry. And when they uh, when they have when their salty tears fill our cup, based means you are in connect connection with the base. You connect with the base. The base is regular Americans, normal people who believe normal things like gender and that God is real and that we aren't gods on this universe and the government isn't God and believe in the kind of things that keep a country together and not the warped, hedonistic, uh, pseudoscience, demonic ideology uh, of the sick, twisted leftists uh, who are here and coming after your children, coming after you. They want us divided. They want us to hate each other based on the skin color. Uh, they're, they're, they're everything personified. They're personified evil. And, and they kind of always have been, right? These are the people who founded the KKK. They haven't really changed uh, their worldview. They've just changed the the, the structure of how they're coming at our society and how do they come after us? Well, these communists, they used to think that they could uh, – Karl Marx made one huge flaw. He thought that it was the working classes that needed to rise up against the capitalist robber barons at the top, right? See, modern Marxism, modern Marxist theory from the Frankfurt School, uh, which has been weaponized, of course, in the critical race theory and so on, modern Marxist theory – cultural Marxists, as we call them, they say, whoa, 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 the, the lower class, the, the normal Americans, the base, they'll never agree with us. We're too demonic. We're too sick minded. We must go from the top down. And all we need to do is get capture of how elections are run, who owns the media, 
Who owns social media? Who owns Hollywood? We need to get capture of the top of the funnel, not the bottom, the top. So it's actually based for me means that I am connected to the actual workers in our society. The people that make this country run. I am not an elitist. I do not come from any family fortune, certainly. Uh, I work hard, just like you do, every single day, uh, to provide for my children. Uh, this is my profession. I am part of the base. That means I am based. If you are an elitist, if you are somebody who is a uh, smug, fart-sniffing lib who looks down on their fellow American, well, then you are probably a cultural communist up at the top, bar barking at us as to how we should live telling us that you're going to put Dylan Mulvaney on our Bud Light cans, right? I and mean, you're just going to like it. You're going to drink that Dylan Mulvaney juice. And we say no to that. And that's because we're part of the base. And that's what based means, okay? So it's like, you're based. It means you're in connection with real people, real American, real vibe, real energy. It's like this energy. Get your salty, salty cups ready, baby. We got the clip for you. The saltiest clip ever broadcast. And the saltiest clip that will ever be broadcast in American history. Are you ready? You got your salt cups ready? Brigade, here we go. The saltiest moment that you shall ever see. Let the salt flow. Hillary Clinton. Is, uh, it's just awfully good that someone with the temperament of Donald Trump is not in charge of the law in our country. Yeah. Because you'd be in jail. Secretary Clinton. Oh, the salt. Oh, the salt shakers, ladies and gentlemen. We're working on it. We're working on it. We're working on a uh, actually a, a, a salty section. Salt that lib. We're going to do a uh, salt that lib style game show. It's going to be amazing. <laughs> we have so many fun things planned, and it's all because of you, the brigade. So please go to bennyjohnson.com backslash brigade, and you can join the brigade today, and you can help us. Help us deliver enormous amounts of tank turret laden salt to the left. Ladies and gentlemen, the way that we stay based, grounded, is the verse of the day. The verse of the day comes from Matthew 5.16. In the same way, let your light shine before others so that they may see your good works and give glory to your Father who is in heaven. Let your light shine before others. Be salt and light unto the world. Christ says, be salt and light unto the world. How, what good is salt if it loses its flavor? That's why we have fun on this show. We may talk about big, we may talk about big issues, dangerous issues, scary issues, but we always stay based. We always keep our verse of the day to remind us that it is us here marching forward to give glory to God, the Father who is in heaven, this verse says, and to let our good works shine. Let them shine. The world will see it, and they will know. That is why we march forward here in the Betty Brigade. We march forward, Christian soldier. And thank you for watching. It's your boy, Betty. See ya.